Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Bastards Playoff coverage. We got four of us tonight to do predictions for the ALDS and NLDS rounds. And oh boy, oh boy, did we botch the first round. Uh, all three of us were 0 and 3, except for me, actually, 0 for 4. Uh, my one upset special was the upset that actually didn't happen. I went Marlins over Phillies. And um, we're going to try to be smarter this time around. We got two fresh hosts maybe to uh, pick up the slack for Jason and I. But yeah, so uh, we're going to get right into it. So Jason is with me. Cody, Micah, we won't draw out the uh, intro like we would on a regular Red Sox episode. And by the way, not a lot to go over with the Red Sox. There's a lot of reading between the lines as far as what's going on with the GM search. Um, but nothing nothing with momentum uh, for now. And we will come back and cover that uh, should anything develop, uh, even during the playoffs. So, all right. So I am going to go in order of how you guys are on my screen. So Jason, you are in the leadoff spot. We're doing Rangers-Orioles. That's the first game on Saturday. All four games will happen on Saturday. All four matchups, I should say. And it gets a little funky after that. But uh, we'll go in order of those games. But Jason, how do you see the Rangers-Orioles series going? So this will sound very hypocritical because I picked against the Rangers um, in the wild card round. I actually went with Toronto and that was a mistake. Uh, Rangers obviously playing very well despite missing some of their bigger stars. Um, but I, I like that offense and I like the way of all these throwing the ball right now. Um, Baltimore's pitching has always been suspect to me, particularly their starting pitching. Um, I know Bradish ha has had a good year. Grayson Rodriguez is, you know, came on in the second half, played, you know, pitched really well. But I still don't trust their starters to deliver playoff type performances. And I think the loss of Felix Batista out of the back end of that bullpen is going to be more significant than people think. Because uh, that was really Baltimore's bread and butter was that their starters didn't have to go very deep into games because their bullpen could pick up the slack. And you had uh, Cano and Batista to close it down the eighth and ninth innings. They don't have that luxury anymore. Whereas, you know, Texas has sort of more of an established closer. Their their bullpen pitches very well and their offense can put up runs in a hurry. Um, so I, I like Texas to kind of slug their way through this one. I think this might be a little bit of an ugly series, some high scoring games. But uh, I think the Rangers will kind of slug their way through and I, I think they'll pull it off. Cody, who are you picking? Alternatively, I think I got to go with the O's in this one. Uh, you know, Jason made a lot of great points, as he always does. Um, you know, I think the Rangers benefited on on a raised team that kind of eked their way into the playoffs and kind of laid an egg. Um, they didn't have to necessarily do too much. The Rays kind of uh, fielded their way out of the wild card round. Um, I think the the momentum, the playoff atmosphere back in Baltimore for the first time in a long time is is going to kind of be that spark. Um, you know, Aroldis Shevin has a propensity for giving up <laughs> postseason uh, home runs in a, in a big spot, and it's it's tough for me to trust them. Uh, you know, this is a Rangers team on paper at the beginning of the season that looked great, right? Poised to be, you know, one of the, the AL West contenders, if not an AL pennant. 
uh, contender. And they, they, I think they overperformed the season, um, you know, especially with some of the injuries that they faced along the way. Scherzer not being the Scherzer that we were expecting him to. And, uh, you know, baseball is a game of endurance, for lack of better terms. Um, Bautista being injured for the Orioles is a concern, but I think they're still, you know, largely the more healthy team. And I think that's what's going to carry him through in this divisional round. Micah, who are you taking? This is a tough one. I I listen to Jason, I listen to Cody, and I like some of your points, and then I like the others' points, and I, I really don't know. But uh, the one thing I, I feel very strongly about this series is I just think the pitching is going to be completely overmatched by the offenses. I think they, there definitely will be high-scoring games. Um, I like... Montgomery and Eovaldi over the Baltimore starters, but I just don't know if they're going to be good enough to get the Orioles offense out. Um, and I do not like either bullpen. I think both bullpens are super shaky. So it really comes down to the offenses for me. And both are very good at scoring runs. Um, they do it in different ways. Texas is more the, the home run hitting team and Baltimore is the doubles team. But I think this series comes down to game five. And game five, I'm going to take the home team that hasn't been there in what feels like a really, really long time just because of all those 100 lost seasons. So I'm going to take the Orioles in an epic high-scoring series um, to go to the ALCS. So it's down to me, the walking uh, jinx here. Um, basically there, there's not a lot, uh, I can add here. Uh, I also like the Orioles. They will have the luxury of staggering out their rotation any way they want. And I, I think they're okay. I think they're okay. You got Bradish, uh, Kramer means and, um, ESPN has Gibson fourth on the depth chart. I, I would probably go Rodriguez, uh, before Gibson, but the, the Rangers are going to have Dane Dunning and gain one. Um, I'm fairly certain. I don't know if the, actually, so the American league does play on Sunday. The national league doesn't. I don't know if Montgomery, I think he'll be on one day short of rest and those first two games are in Baltimore. So that's absolutely key for me. I don't love the Baltimore uh, bullpen either without Bautista, but the Texas Rangers do have a bottom five uh, bullpen as well. So I, I, I like the Orioles. I, I think uh, as long as they're not phased by the moment, I, I think they'll be able to handle um, a, you know, a somewhat flawed uh, Texas Rangers team. I will say this, if I'm wrong and Texas wins this, it's going to have very much have a, a Phillies vibe from last year because the Phillies, I picked them to lose every round along the way. I picked them to lose to Atlanta. Can't remember who they played after that, but, um, and they had a bottom five bullpen as well, but it, it never seemed to matter all the way through. So if the Texas Rangers will their way through this series, series more power to them, but I like the Orioles just a little bit better. Let's move on to the Twins Astros series. This one's going to be pretty interesting, I feel like. Jason, how do you see this one playing out? 
Yeah, the twins must have heard me when I called them uh, or, or when I said that they merely exist to be eliminated from the playoffs a couple of days ago because um, they promptly shut me up and, and advanced to the divisional series. Uh, that said, I think the magic runs out running into Houston. Um, Houston just that that pitching rotation is disgusting and they can literally just toss out Valdez, Verlander and JP France and sweep the, the twins right out of the postseason. Um, I don't think the twins have the offense to get past those guys. I think Houston, Houston's offense is a little bit flawed this year. It hasn't been as good as in years past, but Jose Altuve had an incredible second half. He really came on for them. Um, I just think that they're, they're in a perfect spot where, you know, the first half of the season, they were a little bit quiet. Second half, they really turned it on. They, you know, stormed back to take their division. They've had a little bit of time here to rest. Uh, they've been here before. They they know what this is. They they know the rodeo. So they're going to be prepared for this Twins team. And um, I think the Twins on the road will struggle. I, I think they really will struggle away from target field. So I'm going to take the Astros to sweep because I just think that three-headed monster, you know, whatever whoever the third guy is, whether it's France or whether it's uh, Christian Javier, whoever they want to throw out there. But I just think their starting pitching is way too good. Their offense is going to put up too many runs and, uh, I think the twins will fall just a little bit short. Cody. It's funny that you mentioned the rodeo, Jason. We actually have the uh, the world's largest rodeo here in Houston every uh, March, which is a pretty fun event to go to. If you guys are ever in the area, let me know. Um, ironically enough, the twins starting rotation has a better uh, staff ERA than, than the Astros, which I think if we did a believe it or not, most of us would have not believed it. Uh, and I think you're absolutely right. You know, Houston has the merit, the medal, the experience. They've got the three-headed monster. They've got guys with postseason experience. They've done it. They've been here before. And at some point in time, you have to give, you know, deference to to the team that has done it and proven it and, and lived it. And even if it is a close series, they get that extra game at home, right? And I think there's just too many reasons to, to like the Astros over the Twins. You know, it was a great story to see them win. I'm sure they were ecstatic to get in the postseason and not see the Yankees. Um, I think we had talked about that a little bit in the war room there. Uh, so to get that monkey off the back for Minnesota was great, but there's just not enough depth to that team top to bottom uh, to overcome the onslaught that Houston is, right? You know, we saw it even on some of the Red Sox better games against Houston. If you don't put them away early, they can come back and they can hit you in the mouth in any inning at any given point in time. And as soon as they get a lead, they don't ever really give them up. Um, you know, it's it's a good bullpen. It's a top 10 bullpen down there in Houston, too. So if they get an early lead, that game gets short quickly. Um, as fun as it is for for Minnesota, I just I don't see it here. I think Houston takes the takes the series. Micah. I still want to be on the twins train, but. When you look at the Astros and the fact that they've been to six straight ALCSs, I just don't know how you can pick against them until they prove you wrong. <laughs> you know, so until they they say, you know what, this isn't our year and they lose, I just don't see how I can pick against them. Verlander, Valdez, um, Javier, they're all proven postseason pitchers. Um, and I think the fact that the twins won't have Sonny Gray going right away. Um, I, I just, I like, I like the uh, the Astros lineup at home. I can't, I can't, I cannot take the twins no matter how much I really want to. Um, I'm just curious 
I think we saw it a little bit in the Blue Jays series. The Carlos Correa factor is very real in the postseason. And I'm just curious if he has some magic against his former team in this uh, in this series. But uh, I am going to take the Astros, but I'm not going to take a sweep. I'm going to take it in four games. So I uh, kind of agree with Micah. I think it can go four games, potentially five games. I actually like the Twins rotation better. In the Astros rotation, you got Verlander, you got Valdez, two guys that can get it done, uh, two guys that are pretty experienced. Uh, and, and Verlander might be one of the most experienced ever at this point. But it, it's hard to, one through five, it, it's hard to uh, not like the Twins. I mean, Lopez and Gray won't be ready until at least games two and three, I think. Joe Ryan, uh, Kenta Maeda, pretty serviceable. Bailey Ober, very serviceable. With the with the Astros, you got Christian Javier, not a very good year out of him. Struggled with his command quite a bit. Hunter Brown didn't have uh, the rookie year that you know Brian Bayo uh, had uh, with the Red Sox. JP France, I would hope, would be their number three starter. I mean, he's been pretty consistent all the way through the year. So I'm not sure how Dusty Baker and uh, the front office will have it. But what this ultimately comes down to for me is the Astros offense. I mean, it's pretty stacked all the way through. You know, Jose Abreu uh, didn't have the greatest year, but still, you know, can come through in big moments. Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Jeremy Pena, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Michael Brantley is back. Um, how did he hit, by the way? I got it right here. 278, uh, not a ton of power, uh, 724 OPS, but again, a very cagey postseason veteran. So, I, and, and I certainly like the Astros bullpen better. You know, Abreu and Presley in the eighth and ninth innings are um that's that's pretty tough duran's nasty too uh there won't be any there won't be any you know magic from the astros in the ninth inning if the twins do have a lead but i think it's going to be a competitive series and i hope the twins win it you know that if i was picking with my heart that would be my pick but i'm gonna pick with my head and i'm gonna go with the um the experienced uh astros who also have a home field advantage here so clean sweep uh, for the Astros. Uh, so we will flip over to the National League side. And uh, this is going to be fun, I feel like. Uh, we'll start off with the Phillies Braves, which is a, a rematch from last year's postseason and might be the best rivalry in, in baseball right now. I mean, it, it was supposed to be the Dodgers and the Padres, but... Padres didn't really bring it, and I, I don't think the the Phillies and the Braves are like bitter enemies by any means. But I mean, those are the two powerhouse teams that uh, are in the same division. So, Jason, how do you see that series going? Yeah, I think this is must watch TV. This is probably the most exciting series on the slate. All due respect to all these other teams in the divisional series, but I mean, these are true pure division rivals. Um, it is a rematch. I want to sit here and tell you that the Philly magic is is going to happen, and you know that once they get at home, they're gonna they're gonna steal the series there. I just 
it's so hard to pick against that Atlanta team with that lineup. And I mean, that lineup one through nine is one of the most disgusting, fearsome lineups I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, and they've got the guy who I believe should be your MVP in the National League this year, Ronald Acuna, who's just had a historic season. Um, their pitching is still very solid. Um, I just think Philly will definitely give them a fight. I definitely think this is going five games for sure. I, I don't think you know either team's going to sweep or get that much of an advantage. Um, I just think Atlanta's too deep. I think they can put up too many runs with that lineup, and you know that their pitching is always going to keep them in it as well. I just think that Philly they'll steal a couple of games. They'll get you know a big hit from Schwarber or Harper somewhere in this series, but it's just not going to be enough. The Braves just have way too much on that roster, and they're the most stacked team in the league. And, um, you know, I think they're still a little bit bitter about being left out last year. So um, they're out for revenge, and I think Atlanta takes it in five games. Cody, go ahead. Yeah, I think the the big difference between these two teams is is consistency, right? You know, if, if Philly gets hot, they can they can hit it out of the park. They can shut anybody down with the best of them. You know, obviously you have guys like uh, Schwarber and Harper um, and Real Muto. Like they got some bangers over in Philly, but top to bottom, that Atlanta roster is just unbelievable. I mean, you have a guy in Matt Olson that hit fifty plus home runs leads the league in RBIs, and he's not even getting MVP discussion, right? Because Acuna's pretty much locked that up and away with a, a 40 and 70 season, which is absolutely crazy. And then you still have guys like Austin Riley and Ozzy Albies on that team. And that's just on the offensive side, right? You know, with Spencer Strider, I mean, we can sit here all day and talk about how well uh, Atlanta has done building that roster. And this is another team with postseason pedigree. Um, I think, as Jason mentioned, this is the most exciting you know, um, series that we have in the divisional series um, is probably going to be the closest in terms of games. Uh, but I don't think Philly has the horses to to keep up with Atlanta. They got to punch Atlanta in the mouth early if they're going to have any chance of taking this this series. Uh, but for me, it's it's got to be Atlanta in four probably. Micah, I feel like a lot of the baseball world is going to not respect what Philly did last year and what they've done this year. And I feel like they're just going to go into this series with a chip on their shoulder. And uh, Spencer Strider is, in my opinion, he's got the best stuff in all of baseball as a starting pitcher. But if there is a team that could knock him out, it's this Philly's offense, in my opinion. And if you look past game one, even if the Braves get game one, Max Freed, he's supposed to start game two but he hasn't pitched in the last couple of weeks because he's had a blister problem so how effective is he really going to be is he going to be able to go deep in that game because if he goes four or five innings i like the phillies offense against that uh braves bullpen kind of the middle relief guys and then charlie morton he's not throwing in this series so that's a big loss an experienced arm um that the braves won't have so they're going to turn to bryce elder I mean, am I confident that Bryce Elder is going to shut down the Phillies offense? So I think if if the Phillies can steal one game in Atlanta, then going back to Philly, that, that ballpark is a difference maker. They It's probably a top three environment in all of baseball when it comes to the playoffs. They just, they are 
in it every single pitch. And I think if they can get back to Philly in a 1-1 series tie, I think they can end it in Philly and not have to worry about facing Spencer Strider in game five. Um, so I'm going the Phillies. I just think this team is – I love their mojo. They they came out against Miami, and they just – they looked like they were experienced in the playoffs. They did not look scared. They didn't look like they were tight. They just – they were ready to go. And Wheeler, Nola, I love those two arms. So I, I just – I'm going the Phillies, and I think yeah, – I was – I was torn because I'm like, and the Phillies really going to knock the Braves out two years in a row? Like, is that really going to happen? But uh, I think I'm going to pick it, and uh, I don't know. I'm on the Phillies train. So I'm with Micah on this one. Um, not having Charlie Morton is a big deal. Uh, Max Freed is back. He hasn't pitched in a while though, because of a blister issue. It's been two or three weeks. Not sure what he's going to look like. And I think the Phillies did get to Strider last year. It pounced on him early and, uh, you know, ended up taking that one. I just feel like, I just feel like the Phillies are just vibing right now. Like they're the team. And, I think I said it on the last episode. They remind me a lot of the 2004 Red Sox. It's a very veteran-laden team, and uh, including the pitchers, Wheeler, Nola. That's not, you know, they're not surefire Hall of Famers, but very good, you know, veteran pitchers. And... You know they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to align it the way Atlanta does, but I I just it's hard for me to pick against the Phillies the way that they're rolling right now. Um, I don't love the back end uh, of their um, of their rotation. Ranger Suarez has not had uh, a very good year. They've got a young kid named Christopher Sanchez. I'm not familiar with him, but he had a three eight one ERA. He also had, um, in two of his last five outings, uh, only four of which were, you know, full outings, he went seven innings, punched out 10. So he'll be interesting uh, if he does happen to get a start. Uh, as far as the Braves go, uh, you know, Bryce Elder, fairly solid. I'm not sure who this Alan Winnens kid is. Um, he got knocked around quite a bit this year, but he is listed as number five on their depth chart. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the very back of both of their rotations, but man, they're both powerhouses and uh, there's just something about that Phillies team that just has this never say die vibe. And that's, I, I just can't, I can't pick the Braves over that. I could very well be wrong based on my performance last round, but I, I just got to go with it. So uh, that puts us what an even split, two for the Braves, two for the Phillies. Final uh, series uh, we'll go over for this uh, league divisional series round: Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. Jason, who do you like? You know what? Upset specials are so nice. I had to give them to you twice because I'm taking Arizona 
over the Dodgers. I think of all these top seeds, the Dodgers are the ones that could be the most easily had. Um, I think they're very flawed going into this matchup, um, particularly in that starting rotation. It's Clayton Kershaw, it's Bobby Miller, and then it's a big question mark. No Walker Bueller, no Julio Urias. Um, you know, you're looking at maybe Noah Syndergaard or Ryan Pepio, one of those guys. So, you know, maybe Tony Gonsolin, if they even trust him anymore. I don't think they do. So I, I think that, you know, Dodgers can definitely be had. Their offense can put up runs, but again, it's a lot of it depends on Mookie Betts, who disappears every October. And until he proves me wrong on that, I'm going to continue to say Mookie Betts will not deliver in the postseason. Arizona showed me a little something in those two games they beat Milwaukee. And I mean, they kind of had to piece together game one with the bullpen, but Zach Gallon did his thing game two. Their bullpen held it together for that as well. They put up runs. Um, granted, not a ton. It was five runs in game one, six runs in game two. But still, that was an offense that I had questions about. And I think Kershaw can definitely give them a tough matchup. But beyond that, I think Arizona's hitters can take advantage of what the Dodgers are throwing out there in terms of starting pitching. So I think it, you know, it's going to come down to if Arizona's offense can ride the wave and continue to put up runs the way they are. And if their bullpen continues to dazzle like this, you know, basically not giving up any runs in those two games against the Brewers, um, I think they can pull it off. So I think it's going to be a tight one and it might take them, you know, four, maybe all five games, but I just don't love what the Dodgers are trotting out there for starting pitching. I think they're thinner than they believe they would be at this stage. And I think Arizona will take advantage of that. So I've got the Diamondbacks taking that series. Cody. Man, I thought I was going to be super unique, buck the trend, and pick the Diamondbacks as well. And then, you know, here here Jason is kind of stealing that thunder. But uh, a lot of great points were made, right? Out of out of all of the, you know, postseason favorites of the postseason juggernauts, I think the Dodgers are, in fact, the weakest, right? You know, it's a team that's kind of patchworked it together to get here. Um, the Dodgers only won the season series 8-5 to five against the Diamondbacks, which was a lot closer than I would have anticipated on paper. Um but as Terry liked to say, you know, here's the bad news, right? All of the starting pitchers that the Diamondbacks have have thrown out against the Dodgers this year have gone poorly, right? You know, Merrill Kelly gets game one, 16 career starts against the Dodgers. He's never won a single one of them. He's 0-11 with an ERA over five. But as Jason mentioned, right, they showed us a lot in in that Brewers series, right? What is the strength of the Brewers lineup? It's, it's the starting pitching and it's the rotation. And, you know, they'll knock in a couple of runs with some small ball. And the Diamondbacks were down early in both games, and they didn't sweat. They didn't panic. They clawed back. They fought back. They scored runs late against a bullpen that we would all love to have. And Longoria is playing baseball like it's 2008 again. And, you know, if he's going to be making defensive plays at third base like he was in the Brewers series, you can put him out there back-to-back days and, you know, kind of see what happens because we all know that he was an elite defender from his time in the AL East. Um, I, I really kind of got to ride the wave as well with the Diamondbacks here. The longer that this series goes, the more I think it favors the Diamondbacks as well. It's a younger group. It's a group that's saying, you know, they're looking around the, uh, the clubhouse being like, why not us, right? You know, we're on borrowed time. We're playing with house money. The Dodgers have everything to lose and nothing to win. They're supposed to be here. Uh, so, you know, if you can get past Kershaw, who also disappears in the postseason from time to time, and, you know, that lineup in in L.A. gets pretty short if Mookie's not producing and, you know, J.D., steps on second base weirdly, then you're pretty much looking at Freddie Freeman to hit a double to drive zero people in. Um, 
it's it's looking like it could be upset city, but you know, hopefully we're not putting uh, a jinx on them by picking them. But I like the Diamondbacks in this one. Micah, I'm gonna have to put a, a stop to this. Uh, I'm going the Dodgers, and I'm picking them to sweep. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I, I see your faces, and I, I can't help it. But you know, with Zach Gallen only pitching one time in this series, I just think that is not enough. He would have to be the game one starter and then be able to come back later in the series if the Diamondbacks had any shot. I just don't see Merrill Kelly. You listed his numbers. You know, this lineup that he's about to face is not the Brewers. <laughs> the Brewers lineup is a bottom half lineup. Um, if you if you pitch around Christian Yelich, they really don't have much in that lineup. So, you know, when you face Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Will Smith, uh, JD Martinez, you can just go down the list. Max Muncie, they just it's a completely different um, animal that you're dealing with. And you know, Brandon Fott, I just I don't have confidence in him to go to LA and and shut down that offense. So I, I'm going the Dodgers three games. And they get ready for either the Phillies or the Braves. Well, I am going to join the Diamondbacks party. Um, to me, the big, the big X factor here is if the Diamondbacks can beat the Dodgers in game one with Clayton Kershaw, I think it becomes a much tougher uh, battle for the Dodgers to win because you're going to have, you know, you're, you're going to have Zach Galen one more time. Um, if need be, Merrill Kelly would again, pitch uh, game five as well. They got away with one with Brandon fought. Um, you know, he, he gave them, I think it was four or five innings uh, in just three run ball, but I just I don't love the Dodgers rotation and the aggravating thing to me is they punted on this year. They didn't do anything last winter. They punted and you know they were letting the the Bauer deal expire. That'll be off the books this year. Um they've been rumored to be the front runner for Otani, whether or not they still want him with the new developments of the Tommy John uh will remain to be seen, but I mean Lance Lynn isn't going to blow that lineup away. He's, he's an off-speed guy. Um, Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio, Emmett Sheehan. <laughs> I just, what is this Dodgers rotation? And they won 100 games. And that's the annoying thing. We win 70-something every year, you know, because we intellectually punt. The Dodgers are like, eh, we'll just, we'll just throw out what we can and, you know, load up next winter. But um, I, I just I like the way that that Diamondbacks team vibed. I mean, Corbin Carroll is, you know, he's going to be a perennial MVP guy. He stepped up and had a very good series. And that's what you want to see your young kids do. The Red Sox never got to see Mookie Betts do it. And uh, I think he did have a, a couple of semi-decent postseasons so far. Uh, with the Dodgers, but certainly not that big poppy signature postseason um, that that you would expect Mookie would have under his belt by now. Uh, the other good news for the Diamondbacks, Gabriel Moreno um, left with, um, I guess it was somewhat of a concussion protocol. Uh, he got hit by a backswing, but 
he uh he showed some pop in uh the brewer series so he is cleared uh for game one i was wondering if they didn't want to start him perhaps they would dh him but yeah and then you got a couple of veterans on there a few veterans really longoria tommy fam um lourdes guriel i think they've got enough to um you know to go against the dodgers team that's uh you know not quite as stacked as postseasons past so I like the vibe, and uh, I'm going with the Diamondbacks. So I hope I get at least one right. That'll be that'll be progress for me. Um, and I'm not making any bets this time. I had uh, Jason assisted me with that, but um, but yeah. So any final thoughts on this first round? I just think that the the National League series I think are going to be the more entertaining games, probably. Um, but I, I, I would keep an eye on that Texas Baltimore series too. I think that one could get pretty wild. So either way, I think we're in for some, some fun matchups. Who, who do you guys like of the remaining? I'm, I'm all in on the Phillies. I, I like the Phillies the most and I like Dombrowski. So my, it's hard to my, against Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, my fantasy, like, you know, favorite team that I want to see go forward is Arizona, but realistically of the ones I think can actually go all the way. Yeah. Give me Philly. I, I like the Philly story. Yeah. I'm on the Phillies. I think uh, there's something special going on there. Um, I, I like veteran teams, so I, I, I got to pick the Phillies, but if they don't get past the Braves, that's very, very possible. So they could not even make the NLCS and that's kind of the draw right now. It's too bad that the Braves and the Phillies are on the same side of the bracket. That would be a much better seven-game series in the LCS. But um, for the second year in a row, they'll face each other in the divisional round. Uh, Yeah. And another thing just of note of the Diamondbacks, um, Mike Hazen has signed uh, an extension. I think it's five years with one or two options uh, attached to that. So definitely won't be coming to Boston. His number two, uh, I think it's pronounced Amiel Sade. Um, Not linked to the Red Sox, but could be someone that pops up. Uh, So perhaps a a name to, to keep an eye on. But uh, Cody, did you have any final thoughts or no? I don't know if we got you in. I was just going to say it's great to just see different teams in the postseason. I know that the NL looks uh, a lot of the same with the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Phillies, but you know the Rangers, the Orioles, the Diamondbacks, the Twins. It's just good to see different teams in there, uh, especially when your team's not in it, right? Because then it's it's easier to have a rooting interest in in the postseason, right? You know, it's not like oh man, it's the Astros again. Here's a team that's easy to root against, but then the teams that are in it aren't exciting or you know anything anything to that fact. Uh, so as somebody that's watching from the sidelines, unfortunately, at this time of year, um, it's just great to have good matchups and, and fun teams with exciting storylines. Yeah, I mean, a new story is always fun and it's fresh. Should the Twins prove us all wrong? I mean, that's going to be kind of a fun story going into the the LCS. Uh, if we're if three of us are correct about the Diamondbacks, the same could be said there. And, um, and I think the Orioles could win the world series. I really believe that, um, you know, the stars do kind of have to align, but 
But that would be especially cool because none of us had them making the postseason at all. They weren't even a thought. We all would have laughed if we said they were going to win 102 games, however many it was. But yeah, at least they won at least 100. So, uh, but okay, we will wrap on that and um, we'll uh, be back, I don't know, probably next week, I guess. I don't know when this series runs out. And then, certainly, like I said in the open, if any Red Sox developments happen, uh, at least a few of us will uh, return for that. So, everyone, uh, enjoy your weekend and uh, enjoy the baseball. Take care.